Tara, good morning. Appreciate your time. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. Of course. First off, tell us about this genesis of this website, getting it up and running and, and the idea behind it. Yeah, well, it's been a long time. A lot of research has gone into it. Um, but, uh, of course, we've known for a long time that enslaved labor was used to build the state capitol building, um, but we didn't know very many specifics. And so that was kind of the drive for our team of historians to jump in and learn more about these men and what exactly they did and, and how many were there. To your point, the site has the names of over 130 enslaved workers who built, maintained, and worked at the Capitol building in the 1800s. How did you go about finding the names, and not just the names, Tara, but the stories of all these individuals? Yeah, it's been it's been a journey. Um, our work started with a report from 1834 um, that listed the names of all the workers, free, enslaved, just anybody who was employed on the project. Um, and it denoted um, some people who were enslaved. And so from there, we started looking in records in the state archives of North Carolina um, and just trying to connect uh, some of the enslaved people to their enslavers, looking through wills and newspapers and all sorts of records that could tell us more about these people as individuals. Does the work continue to try to find more stories on these individuals? Yes, we see this as an ongoing project. Um, there, When you go to the website, you'll see there are some people, if you click on their name, we have a, a story about them, but there are many, many more where all we have so far is their name. And so it's, it's our goal and our hope to connect with people, um, people who are doing genealogy that maybe can share, if this is a family member, they can share with us, and that we can help people in their search so that we can eventually have a, a narrative for each person. Visiting with Tara Schramm, the site administrator for the North Carolina State Capitol. I was looking at the website yesterday and then again this morning, and I was struck by the fact, Tara, it's not just the names and the stories of the individuals. It's about life during that time and some of the other things that went on around the state capitol and building and working on the capitol grounds. How important was it for you and your team to tell the complete story of what life was like for those enslaved people who worked on the capitol grounds? Yeah, thank you for that question. It was extremely important. Um, I think what we realized early on is that this is not just a story of one building. This is a, a community history, um, and it tells us a lot about the community of Raleigh at that time in the in the 19th century. And um, we see a lot of familiar names of legislators and governors and people popping up, and we're seeing how those folks are, are interacting with the enslaved labor force. So it's been a, a really um, a fascinating way to connect this to the broader story of slavery in North Carolina and, and just looking at it through the lens of the state capitol. The website from namingtoknowing.org. When people visit the website, what do you hope are the biggest takeaways? Um, I think we hope that people will just realize that this, this building did not just pop up on its own. It didn't just sprout like a mushroom. It was built with um, the labor uh, of enslaved African Americans who, um, in some cases, survived to emancipation, but in some cases did not. And we are trying to highlight the individual stories of each of these people, that they were people with hopes and dreams and families, and um, this the state capitol can kind of be a memorial to their to their legacy. I do want to change gears on you for just a second. Outside of the work you're doing at FromNamingToKnowing.org, are there any other big initiatives going on at the state capitol? Well, we are uh, currently closed because we're undergoing some construction. Um, the building is getting a new roof, uh, a new HVAC system. We're doing some stone conservation on the outside of it. So that's been a huge project that um, started last spring and should finish up um, this summer. 
and uh, we're excited to see that. So people in downtown may have noticed the dome is no longer that pretty copper green color. It's it's um, shiny copper now, and um, we're maintaining the building and keeping it for generations to come. So once uh, the project is over in the summer, I imagine the Capitol can welcome visitors back again? Yes. That's our goal. We can't wait, actually. It's been a little bit too quiet <laughs> around the building. Um, so we're very much looking forward to opening folk, or welcoming folks back um, probably around midsummer. I, I got to tell you, Tara, I, I've been to the state capitol a few years ago, and I loved it. And, and for folks who have never been and taken the tour of the capitol, uh, man, it, it is some really phenomenal stuff. And you and your team there just do a, a great job of educating people on, on the history of our state. So kudos to you and your team. Well, thank you so much. It's uh, certainly a privilege to be able to share our state capital history with, with folks across the state. Uh, anything else you'd like to add from naming to knowing.org or anything else going on at the Capitol? No, I think that's it. Thank you so much for um, for the opportunity. Absolutely. Tara Schramm, the site administrator for the North Carolina State Capitol. Tara, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for all the work that you're doing. And we'd love to have you back on again when the Capitol reopens to talk about the reopening. Absolutely. I would love it.